This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hello and welcome to Season 1 of Facing Fate. I'm your Game Master, Russ Moore. Facing Fate has been a passion project that has been a long time coming for us. It started as a learn-to-play Patreon bonus content piece that evolved into a story we all loved and wanted to build out to share with more people just like you. Our goal for Facing Fate is to release one or two seasons every year within a different world, genre, and game system, using different characters and stories to entertain and delight. Patrons of Dumb Dragons Productions receive early access to all current and future seasons of Facing Fate, along with a whole world of content from our flagship podcast, Dungeons & Dragons. You can hear the entire first season of Facing Fate, Lunacorp, right now by visiting and joining us on patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Before we begin... We want to let you know that we're using the Fate Core game system throughout Season 1 and offer a huge thank you to Eli McElveen, who wrote and performed our theme music, as well as Kessie Rilanicki, who created the beautiful artwork for Facing Fate. And now, we begin on a journey to the alternate, near-future world of Lunacorp. If you enjoy it, please rate, review, and share the show with your friends. Facing Fate, Season 1, Lunacorp, Day 1. Cameras coming in over the moon surface, and there is a mining truck driving back towards base, and Brutus and Persephone are in said vehicle coming back to the base. And then I said, get the fuck out of my room. I mean, like, how many times do I have to tell this guy? You can't just walk into someone's room on the base. It's just not done. Brutus, Brutus, I'm going to stop you there. I'm one day from retirement. I don't want to hear this story again. Just let me work my last shift in peace, bud. All right, all right. I'm just just saying, like, there's there's ways that things are done and there's ways that things aren't are not done. By the way, I love the sash that you got me that says one day away from retirement. It's awesome. Oh, and, you know, not many people last as long as you did up here. Like, you know, you, you train you train me and everything. As you guys are driving in, an alarm light goes off on the dash. And it's something that has to do with the actual intake system on the driving truck. Uh, Brutus bangs his fist against it like you would like a fucked up TV from the 90s. Damn, things been going off and on. It's like, someone needs to service this, this thing. When was the last time we had it in the shop? 
I don't know. Check, check, check the logs. I don't keep track of stuff like that. Details. I uh, root around in the glove box and and flip through the maintenance log, and I. It was just in there last week. It, it should be fine. Are you sure this is? Are you sure yeah. we got a problem going on? No, no. There's no. There's no problem. I mean, we've like. Someone's not doing their job right. Someone's not doing their job right over in maintenance. I'm gonna have a word with them. You get over your. PA intercom system, the technician in the booth right now, Cecilia, she comes over because she's noticed that there's an issue with the vehicle as well. Uh, hey guys, uh, I noticed that, uh, that light went on. What's going on up there? Something wrong? Someone in maintenance and doing their fucking job, Cecilia. Yeah, we're, we're not really sure there, CC, because uh, we had this thing in there last week for service and now we got a light coming on. Okay, well, you know, the protocol means you guys are going to have to, uh, gonna, gonna have to go into, uh, isolation for a little while. Kind of got to check that out, sorry. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I'm not going into isolation. Did I mention I'm uh, one day from retirement? Could this day get any worse? It's just that the rules and regulations state that it's pretty important that you guys go into isolation. No, uh, rules sure and regulations. Because I think that it's, I don't, I wouldn't want to get in trouble if I let you guys in. And, um, so I'm probably Cecilia, have to, every Cecilia, time. you better not fucking lock I'm that door. I'm probably gonna have to, um, call my supervisor, or else I'm just gonna have to keep you guys in isolation. You fucking call your supervisor, Cecilia. Uh, during this conversation, <laughs> uh, the mining truck has made its way back to I feel base. like I'm sitting outside, like a garage <laughs> door, just like, open the fucking door, Cecilia. She's like laying on the horn. <laughs> totally, totally. No, yeah. So yeah, you've you've made it back to the base at this point where the where all the trucks pull in and you pull into the bay and the bay itself closes behind you. So you are in technically isolation right now. <laughs> Don't tell Brutus that he does not believe. Um, but sir, so you're in a garage and it's it can be hermetically sealed. Like it it can be. I assume every single yeah. piece of the yeah. base. Yeah. Assuming yeah. it has doors could probably be hermetic. Yeah, so you are now I see back. TV. Uh, you are now back in the base. Brutus gets out of the vehicle and gives it like a swift kick to the outside, just like God damn piece of machine, piece of crap. Where are the maintenance guys? Persephone starts to do like a visual inspection on the truck. Uh, you know that the intake system is un- like where you figure. Um, there's venting and tubes that come up underneath the actual truck. So if you were to figure out what's going on under there, you would have to get underneath. And as Brutus is kicking and banging at the truck, you notice moon dust like coming off of the vehicle itself. And you know moon dust can create some electrical charge, and that's probably not a good idea. Yeah, I, uh, I tell Brutus to stop kicking the fucking truck already. Don't you see all the moon dust you're knocking off? No, nah, get off my back. The moon du- There's always a scrap bit of moon dust here and there on these old pieces of shit. I just want to get through this shift. I've got that shuttle back home waiting for me. I can go on my boat with my husband. It's going to be great. I just got to make it through this last shift. You look through the window towards Cecilia, who's standing and... Apparently talking to her supervisor, and she comes back on the PA system. Uh, so my supervisor won't answer my call because I called my supervisor, like, I guess too much, so, um, I can't get my supervisor on the phone right now, but if you guys could, um, why don't you just check, and, I mean, you've been here a long time, Persephone, if you tell me it's good, then I'm sure it's probably good, because you're the most experienced person here, so why don't you just take a look? 
All right, all right. I'll uh, I'll shimmy under the truck and and see what's what. Brutus helps her get a a jack and. Oh, there's no jack. It's a it's oh. a big fucking machine. Like there's no oh, quick so jack in to... there. Yeah. Like there's this. Oh yeah, it's a moon. There's probably a lot of space under there. Okay, from off of one of the wall because I assume I, what I'm imagining is like a um, almost like a, a little mini shop, like. So there's, like, the little rolly thingies on the floor, and I roll one towards her so that she can get under there and, you know, do the, like, the scoot thing. The scoot. That's technical. Yep, it's okay if you don't scoot understand. Right under there. Scootin' boogie. Yeah. Yep. Come on, Persephone, let's get this done. I'm hungry, and it's taco now night! I'm hurrying, I'm hurrying. So you're checking around the vehicle. Make a check. That is an even. I had two pluses and two negatives. So that's mediocre, so we'll say that it's a... It's her fault. It's just mediocre. Mm, yeah. Uh, we'll say that it's a... Yeah, an investigate check. Um, and because you know the system so well, we'll say that's at probably a at least a good for... Okay, uh, so I got three then. Okay. You find this the system that should be affected by it, and you're looking, but you can't quite get the piece off that you know, uh, but you know Brutus has the some tools on him, on his belt, that it could probably help you out with this. I, uh, I wheel myself over there and peek out from out of the track and say, hey, Brutus, I need those, uh, I need those tools off your belt. Brutus looks down, he's got, like, a rather large belt. He's like, which one? You know, the one to get the, the get the cap off. Oh, yeah, the, the nine millimeter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> so I take the nine millimeter and go back under the truck. We're not sure. <laughs> I'm not really sure. Yeah, sure. And I just bust a cap in it, and that's how you get the cap off. Perfect. Make a roll just because uh, we're trying to justify the fate dice. Okay. Maybe a crafts uh, roll. A minus one. Ooh. So far, the rolls are not great. Uh, if you want to, you can invoke the around before the isolation systems. If you wanted to spend a fate point to get a plus two. Sure, let's do it. To say that you know the system so well. It takes you a bit, but you get the cap off. And it's it's pretty dark in there. Like, you can't quite see, and you reach up into it. You kind of get, like, you can kind of, just with your fingertips. Like, if you took your suit arm off, you could probably reach in a little further, just because of how bulky everything is. Well, I mean, being only one day away from retirement, I think I need to figure out what the fuck this problem is so I can get on with my life. So yeah, I'll shimmy my sleeve up and jam my hand back in there. Oh, a- Amy is going, don't do it! Don't can I, can Cecilia yeah. see this? I guess not, because she's under the truck? You can probably see that Persephone has gone under, and that mm-hmm. she's reaching something, and yeah, uh, make an, a notice roll, and we'll say that you are you're fair at noticing. I think it's notice. Yeah. Okay. I have two pluses, one minus, and a blank. What does that two mean? Pluses. So two pluses, one. So what? Is, so the equals is one on your dice roll, and then we'll say that you have a fair notice. Is what I said. So that's a plus two. So that's a three. So yeah, you see Persephone begin to take off like her glove so that she can shimmy up her mm-hmm. sleeve. And, I mean, by the book, that's probably yeah. not a good idea before everybody's been decontaminated. Persephone, I don't... I, uh, regulations say that you probably shouldn't be doing that. I don't think that you should... I know that you know what you're doing better than me, but, um, you 
been around as long as I have, you don't have any fucks to give anymore. <laughs> okay, I mean, I guess you know a lot more than I do, I just knew, so... And I continue on with my game plan. You pull up despite the, the protests. What's Brutus doing while this is happening? Uh, Brutus is leaning again. Do we have, like, space helmets on? What kind of what yeah, kind of you, situation here? Yeah, step... While you're out there, you have... Like full helmet and everything mm-hmm. on. What uh, about in? Yeah. Uh, I well, I'd say a smart person would probably have kept everything on. Oh yeah, Brutus definitely took his helmet off. <laughs> okay, so, so you probably got lectured by Cecilia on that too. Brutus, that definitely is a really bad idea. You shouldn't have done that. That's definitely against the rules. You're not even Cecilia. Just let Persephone work. She cannot figure this out with you yammering on. So, Persephone, you reach up into the vent system there, and you grab hold of, you have to kind of shimmy your arm up, and it kind of, it stings a little just because of how you're trying to bend it and get it up there, but you reach and you grab hold of what feels like a a solid, hard moon rock. Bigger than most that kind of get churned up because there's blades that churn up and break these things down, but this one has made its way past and up into the system somehow. And you grab hold of it and make a strength check... So I'm envisioning, like, when you're trying to steal something from a vending machine? Yeah. That's what's exactly. going on here. Uh, so, uh, sorry, an athletics check, and I'll let you decide how, how good or bad Persephone is at athletics. Um, being a little older, I'm going to say she's not great at athletics. Like, she's in okay shape, but maybe, like, a average, uh, average fair, or fair at best. Sure. Yep. Yeah, average yep. or fair. Uh, so she got a one. So if it's fair, that's two. If it's Or if it's average, it's we'll go with average, so it's a two. Okay, you're trying to wiggle this rock free, but you can't quite shimmy it out of its place. So you're pretty sure this is what's setting off the alarm, but you can't quite get it out. Okay, uh, so I'm going to wheel myself out from under the... Uh, there's just there's just a moon rock stuck up there. It should be totally fine. As I'm putting my like glove and sleeve back on. Here that, Cecilia. It's just a moon rock stuck up in there. What do you what do you want? Is that pretty normal? Is that that doesn't seem like something that's probably very good though. I mean, yeah, it's probably not very good, but yeah, that's happened before. There's always moon rocks kicking around in places. Don't worry about it, Cece. Uh, guys, you know that uh, you're gonna have to wait in there, right, until we get it sorted out. So I don't know if you wanna. We gotta get this alarm to stop before you can come in. I don't uh, know, Brutus. You wanna you wanna try? Or? Yes, yes. All right, out of the way, lady. So Persephone shows you kind of where you need to go. Brutus, like, scoots himself underneath and takes his glove off because he was watching Yeah, Persephone so, and reaches his hand. You reach up into, and you, you've got longer arms than Persephone does, so you're able to, like, handball the mm-hmm. the rock that's in there. And it's wedged pretty tight, but make a make an athletics check. Oh, no, I have to roll something. You're so strong, Brutus. I'm sure you'll be able to do it. Uh, two pluses, a minus, and a blank. Do so the blanks just not count as anything? Blanks are zero. Oh, okay. So, so you've got one a plus. one. Um, so I'll let you decide where Brutus is at in see. his athletics. I so think that he's probably... I think he's great. great. Yeah, I think he's great. I feel like he's, like, a really burly, tough guy. Okay. You get up there and you get stuck a little bit, but then you just use all your strength and just pull it out and just moon dust explodes out of the 
bottom of this vent and down onto the ground. Um, and you notice little electrical jumps between them. Um, but you're holding the moon rock and like it seems like a moon rock. I wheel myself slowly out from under it and I hold it up. Has the alarm gone off? Like, or stopped? Has anybody checked it? It's just in the truck. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go have a look at the dash. Uh, so I, I get up and I wave the rock in front of Cecilia's face through the window. So Persephone goes up and checks the, the dash and the alarm has gone off. And as you're waving the moon rock, you see coming out the back is like a black shadow or ooze that starts coming out down your hand and up your arm and up your sleeve. Make a will. Uh, well, that's um, minus two. Yeah, so how good is Brutus at will? I think he is probably, because he refuses to be wrong, he won't be told what to do. I think his will's good. Okay, so you've got a plus three. So, so, so you've got, got a minus two, so you got one. a plus one. So you're not freaking the fuck out, but this thing is weirding you out. Like, this isn't normal. I turn to Persephone and I go, what the fuck? You don't see anything, Persephone. Yeah, I don't. I don't. What are you? What are you, what are you talking about, Brutus? The 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 black the black stuff. The it's gone. Like it's gone by the. You don't even see it anymore. Oh, it's gone. It's gone by this point. It's gone up your sleeve and into your suit. Oh, so it's not a constant ooze. It no. was like it was like a like an amorphous figure. Something. And it's gone up my sleeve. Yeah. And I'm not freaking the fuck out. Somehow. Apparently not. Oh God. I mean, uh, you can freak. I, I, I start to take. To. I start to take my my uh, suit off. Like it's uh, it's up here. Can you feel it, or did you just see it? You just you just saw it. You didn't really feel anything touching your arm, but you felt you saw it, and you saw it climb up in under your suit. I yeah. I start to disrobe. I'm like, uh, I just, I need to check on, I need to check on something, and I drop the rock to the floor and answer. You, you definitely, you definitely should be taking all your, I told you just, not to take your helmet off. Cecilia, I just, I definitely re- don't think that. Relax yourself, I just need to check something. Could you stop talking? You are suddenly standing still, your eyes roll back into your head, and black veins begin spreading from your face. Persephone, you see this, and Cecilia, you see this, and then the alarms go off. Cecilia hears footsteps, like heavy footsteps, running down the hall and busting into the door. Facing Fate, Season 1, Lunacorp, Day 1. With your game master, Russ Moore, and players Amy Moore, Carla Maxted, and Tom Laird. Production and sound design by Russ Moore. Theme music by Eli McElveen. The songs Zombie Hoodoo and Long Note 2 are by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. Artwork by Kessie Rilanicki. The game system used is Fate Core by Evil Hat Productions. Supporting producers are Gabriel Lynch, Joshua Dixon, Christian Brown, Devin Michaels, Kat Waterflame, and Jacob Madden. Follow and share episodes to your friends on Twitter at FacingFakeCast or Facebook.com slash FacingFakeCast. 
Become a patron of Dumb Dragons Productions today to support Facing Fate and hear the entire first season, as well as becoming the first to hear future seasons and join monthly hangouts with the cast. Visit and join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. A Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hi, folks. Let me see if I can sum up Midnight Burger in about 25 seconds. Really, big monster? Zero irony. Pardon me, Gloria. Might my husband and I have a word? The radio is talking to me. So this is how it ends. Eaten by wolves in space. There's a pocket dimension in the deep freeze. This is the stupidest dystopia we've ever been to. What the hell is that? Because you're having a cigarette? In 415 million BC? Where are we? Space? Can you narrow that down? The bad part? Ava. Yeah, that didn't work at all. At the nexus of all things, there is a diner. Look for Midnight Burger on your favorite podcasting app or just go to weopenat6.com.